0: Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes episode 156, the Alfa Romeo 156 episode. I'm Trey, joined as always by Tucker and Dylan. No cam tonight. Um, How are we doing, gentlemen? Living the dream. Love to hear it. First uh, normal show of the new season. Um, but it's going to be a little bit different, but before we jump into wasted takes and start joking around and talking about crazy scenarios and having a good time, I think we should just, since we're a big football show, touch on the DeMar Hamlin situation, obviously everyone on the planet knows, went into cardiac arrest on the field Monday night, um, luckily today, There was really good news. Um, Looks like, I mean, obviously they did CPR to him on the field, probably saved his life. Um, Went to the hospital, woke up today, has been communicating, holding hands, squeezing hands, asked the doctors if they won the game. And um, they said, you won life, which is a pretty cool moment. But um, just before we, we get into it, obviously it was a terrible situation. The mindset of myself, and I'm sure uh, my two fellow, three fellow podcasters, is just primarily on his safety. Um, being in a position where, you know, we're Patriots fans and, you know, there there is some implications with the game. I think everyone can agree that it doesn't really matter um, what goes on. Uh, just glad that he's starting to come around. Um, but for me, watching it, it was kind of wild. I mean... I played football from the time I was in third grade till I was a senior in high school. I never once doubted whether I'd let my kids play football. I still think I would, um, but I'm eager to hear more about what happened. If, if it is this thing where he got hit in the uh, 0.2 milliseconds or whatever it is that you can get hit and this can happen. Um I'll be interested to learn more about that. I know it was it's more common in baseball. And Dylan, I don't know if you know about this, but Chris Pronger, like 10 or 15 years ago, was a defenseman, I think, or a, something in the NHL. Took a slap shot off the chest. Similar thing happened. But um, for me, it, it kind of made me question, like, if I want my kids to play ball, I think I still would. Um, but it was definitely scary. And, you know, we're fans of the sport. And you never want to see a guy go down. And you do every season, at least. See a guy go down really, really badly, but I can't ever remember a time where it was like he's going to die. You know, Um, I can't think of any other sport where a player has died on the field, at least in our lifetime. I know the Josh Hamilton situation was really bad when that happened, Um, but it it is just sobering. And uh, it really is, I think you have, if you want to play in the NFL... You have to be ready to put your life on the line. And um, can I say i do it? I think I would if I had the opportunity. Um, but I think as a football player, you have to really consider it. Like, I think most people are like, yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah, maybe the end of my life will be messed up. But in my prime, I'll, I'll be okay. Like, you can come back from injuries. But you can actually die out there, uh, which is insane. Um, just thoughts are with... Uh, the Hamlin family, Damar. I know we're a small podcast, so this definitely won't get to them, but uh, we're just thinking about it. And um, obviously the the Bills and the Bengals, that must have been tough. But Tucker, anything you want to say on it?
1: Um, Yeah, um, it was honestly kind of one of the most surreal moments I think I've had in sports. It was, I think this is one of those moments where you always remember where you were. Because, it, I mean, I was at work and like we were running an event for it and everything just stopped kind of. Like, there's 30 people, half of them didn't even care about sports. Like, you know, they're just people at the bar. Like, the manager of the restaurant, the waitresses are all kind of, like, glued to the TV because there's nothing that's really happened like this before. Um, it was definitely a shock and kind of a reality check that number one this is a dangerous game and number two that like it can happen whenever I think like this plus the Jake Hescock situation recently have kind of just uh, it's it's brought me into a crisis but like you know just the idea that it can happen at any time to anybody is a really scary thought.
0: Uh, Dill anything?
2: Yeah. Sorry, here. Um, yeah, it's a wild situation. I think uh, everybody's, um, you know, thinking about him. Uh, it's good that, that uh, he's showing improvement. So um, it is that one thing where uh, it's a once in a in a lifetime type situation. And sometimes it just happens. It's wild. So um, yeah. Just hope he's okay. We get back to uh, playing football and people being happy. So.
0: Um, yeah, so uh, we're just – obviously, we're going to go – we're going to get into, like, talking about the NFL weekend and um, the scenarios that are going to play out now that the game's been canceled um, and things like that. But just know that we're just going to try to move on, act as if business as usual. But obviously – the primary thing is, is Damar. And it sounds like he's on his way. So we're rooting for him. And, um, you know, just we didn't want to get into joking around and making crazy takes without at least addressing it being a football based show at this time period. So, and I'm sure Cam feels the same way. All right. Let's, uh, get into our normal show now. Um, winners and losers. I didn't do a poll. So loser me. Um, Anybody else got any? Oh, wait, I got to lose it for myself. Um, the Jets came out and said, hell or high water, they're sticking by Zach Wilson. So could be could be a fraudulent claim, but they said that. So my first take of the year could be a huge loser. Tucker, you have one? You're muted.
1: No, I wasn't talking. I was miming it. Uh, but TCU.
0: Oh, yeah. Big L for me. Big L for Big winner win for me. Yeah, big winner for Tuck.
1: That was, yeah. I mean, what a college football weekend.
0: Loser Cam, Ohio State, bounced once again.
1: Yeah, I want to say Dylan was a loser for something.
0: Loser me again for saying that they're going to get rid of Devers. Devers is back. Um. I don't know. That's all I got right now. Um, oh, I have a loser. Did the
2: Cowboys win?
0: Cowboys won.
2: All right. I might take stands then, still. Who do they play next week? Jaguars, I think,
0: or something. Oh, Maybe no, 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 no. Either. Jaguars, Titans. That's a huge game. Um, all right. Waste of takes. I will begin my waste of take by issuing a take retraction. About, I don't know, eight, ten weeks ago, I picked my landing spot for Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. I said he was going to San Francisco because it's his home and because they need a quarterback. Because Jimmy Garoppolo can't stay healthy. Trey Lance can't stay healthy. And didn't know about Brock Purdy. Now that Brock Purdy has emerged, I don't think they're bringing in another quarterback. I think they're going to let him and Lance battle it out. And uh, it'll be what it'll be. So um, I have a different landing spot, which I also considered making my take when I made the 49ers take. I decided to make it 49ers to make it a little more sexy. But I think there's precedence now to finally put this in writing. This will happen. It's not. It's a pretty soft take. But um, the Las Vegas Raiders benched Derek Carr. Uh, This past week for Jared Stidham and Jared Stidham went out in the McDaniels offense and did a pretty damn good job Uh, Threw one bad pick at the end of the game. That cost him. But other than that, looked like a solid NFL at least backup. Um, And I think that says something. Jared Stidham is familiar with the Josh McDaniels system. He was drafted by the New England Patriots in 2019 to be the backup for Tom Brady. I think the reason he's getting some play time now is because McDaniels wants to test out the system with that type of quarterback. One that, you know, has experience in the system rather than Derek Carr, who's just kind of a bum. So based on that, I think this locks it in. Tom Brady will be a Las Vegas Raider in 2023.
1: Um, Yeah, I saw this one on... uh... One of those, whatever, whoever, I think Cam sent it in. Uh, like, the QB landing oh, spot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tom coward, coward agrees with me.
0: I think it's obvious. I don't think it's a a, good, a great take. I honestly struggled to come up with something. And uh, I was going to do something Bills-related. Thought it might be in bad taste. So, decided not to go with it.
1: I hate this one. I don't think that's a great landing spot at all. They're suffering on all fronts. Their coaching hasn't been good. Their defense isn't good. Devontae Adams is a very solid wide receiver. But, I mean, their receiving core is kind of the only thing going for them. I think that, like, the Buccaneers situation when he went there was kind of one of those perfect situations where you had this elite team without a quarterback. And now you're just going to a team. Like, you know, a team that's not making the playoffs, that weren't particularly good and had a decent quarterback. Like, the difference between it is, I don't think anyone puts Derek Carr and Jameis Winston on the same level. So, I don't know. I just don't see the step up being that dramatic like it was with the Buccaneers.
0: So, who would you say is the best quarterbackless team right now in
1: the NFL? The best quarterback... Honestly, there's a part of me that says the Jets.
0: I don't. I don't. I don't. Think...
1: I don't see Brady going to the Jets. 100% agree. But if you're talking about the best quarterbackless team, I put the Jets over the Raiders.
0: And you think he'd rather go in with Salah than go to his buddy Josh?
1: Yeah, I, I don't. I, I, now. If the, if the question is where do you see Brady going? It's not the Jets. I, I just, I don't see any world where he's there. Also, actually, I take that back to the Dolphins. Mm. The Dolphins are the best option. You get Tyreek and Jalen Waddle out there. I mean, I don't think he can go there anymore due to the fact of all the things that happened. But I think that's probably the best if option. If
0: he goes there, he'll be an owner, and my take will come true. But here's my thing with with Vegas. It's not only the McDaniels thing. That's a big part of it because he's going to have a coach that semi-knows what he's doing on offense. Um, And he's going to be able to continue to have that that level where he's working with him on the game plan and he's understanding him. They did it for years and years in New England. He knows he's not an idiot. He knows he knows how to coach um, offense. So they're going to be able to sit down together and devise a great offensive plan. He's got a top five receiver in the NFL. He's got a top tight end in the NFL. Another thing he needs. He's got a solid running back to take the the stress off him. He's got a small white. Dot
1: pickup once out. Okay, well, he's got a super once out. He's again. got a small gonna...
0: white slot receiver with great hands in Hunter Renfro. I mean, it's Patriots West. It is. It's. Like, he's got... The defense probably needs some work, but they've got solid pass rushers. They need some help um, on their defensive back front. But they've blown a lot of games. The Brady factor plays in. When Brady goes there, you're getting 14 points automatically in every game. So you're basically starting up 14 in any game. So, I mean, it might be hard to blow a 21-point lead. It's really hard to blow... A thirty uh thirty five point lead, so I think it's locked in. I think there's no way he doesn't. Especially after all the stuff that came out that they they passed on him once, they're not going to pass on him again.
2: Dill, uh, I don't think I don't think Raiders is going to happen either. I'm Agreeing with Tuck, I'm shocked. Um, I think
0: I thought this was like you guys were gonna be like this is soft, obviously.
2: Well, there's words coming out about that, you know, but I don't know. Brady Brady likes to play the words and do something different. He likes to be a bit of a a wildcat nowadays. Brady's going to go play um, where there's a team that is halfway serviceable on offense and just has deep pockets to get people around him if he still wants to play.
0: I don't think the Raiders are bad on offense. They've blown leads. That's been their biggest
2: problem. Okay, do, but do they have deep pockets? To I don't bring know what other people around to make a reasons. championship caliber team. I don't think so. So, I think if he goes somewhere, it's going to be a championship caliber team where he can slide in.
0: I don't think, I think any of those teams are looking for a
2: QB. Him. Not maybe not this year. So, I'm just saying he's not it, his in next team,
0: he's leaving Tampa. He's miserable right now.
2: We'll see. I
0: think I think Raiders is easy. Easy here. I think it's Raiders one Niners, too. But Niners is not going to happen because they're set at QB. Uh, all right. Anybody got to take?
1: Um, Yeah, I do. Um, As we know, the Bills and Patriots are playing this week. And uh, I came into this week with high hopes on the Patriots playoff chances. And after what happened, I am going to call something. The Buffalo Bills, for the first time since 2011, will score over 60 points in an NFL football game. I think they score every drive. I, I don't want to play this team at all right now. Um, yeah, at one point about five days ago, I had confidence for us. I have none anymore. Um, uh, And I'm on to 2023. Uh, Yeah,
0: I mean, I knew they weren't making the playoffs from like week 10. (coughs) Week 10. (laughs) Excuse me. So uh, this Hamlin situation has definitely softened the blow. Um, I'm not going to be upset if they come out and play for their, you know, injured brother and put together a great game and make it to the playoffs. I probably will root for them in the playoffs as much as, you know, I don't like the Bills being a division rival. I do like Josh Allen. I think he's a, a really cool player, you know, seems like a down to earth guy. Um, I don't hate him. I just hate that. He's so good.
1: Um, and this whole situation so good
0: and likable. Yes, exactly. And Steph Diggs is my favorite receiver in the NFL. Um, so I do like players on the Bills, but I hate them because they're our rivals. I won't be upset if they beat us. I won't be upset if they go on a run and win the Super Bowl. Um, I think that the Patriots are absolutely cooked here. Um, first of all, the shock of having to play this game after this, like, I'm sure, you know, it's not their teammate, but they... Obviously, like play the Bills twice a year. They probably know those guys. And how are you going to come out and compete with a team that that's highly that that is that highly motivated? I think uh, the, they came out today and said they want to play. They're looking forward to playing. They're looking forward to getting back out there. So I think that's the worst case scenario for you if you're New England, because you're not going to catch them in a morning phase. You're not going to catch them, um, you know, in a down phase. They're going to be re- ready to go. And the only thing now is that might change this with the NFL's announcement that it's canceled um they have no I, I don't know they they can still get the one seed correct if the Chiefs lose yeah but the, do the Chiefs play Sunday or Saturday do we know
1: no but they also have like it'll also come back to where they it plays against the Bengals don't forget so like, if the Bengals win and they lose the Bengals would be above them they win, the Bengals lose. They'd
0: be blown. Okay. Um, Chiefs play Saturday, so if the Chiefs win, then we'll the, the Bengals team. would have to lose for them to, to for them to get the one seed, or no, to get the two seed. So, anyways, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. But if they were in a position where they're slot, slotted in as the two or three seed, there's no point to playing Josh Allen in the second half. That's where I think the Patriots can go. Um, because they beat bad quarterbacks. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think even if they were in that position, they still might not sit their starters just because they're going to be so emotional and they're not going to want to come out. I, they're doomed. The Patriots are doomed. They've been doomed. This is not a disappointment. I knew they were not making the playoffs. I think it was kind of a joke that they were uh, in position to. Um, and if they do go out and win... It's going to be so shitty. How are we going to celebrate that? How are we going to be like, hell yeah, we beat the Bills a week after they, their teammate almost died. Like, sick. We're in the playoffs. Also, the Bills have an actual chance to make a run. The Patriots don't. So, it's whatever. Yeah, I think they lose I think they lose big. I'll, I'll agree with you. Six, 75 points. They're not going to slow up. Dill?
2: Um, I think Pats take this one home. I think they win by 30. (laughs) Uh, Outside of all the things that happened, I think that there's there's a chance that they squeak this out last game of the season. Um, I think whatever team... um, The the one thing that is not good for them is that whichever team, I think, scores first, gets gets a lead, I think the other team's just going to concede. So... (laughs) Um, Pat's historically not not great at getting the lead early, but if they do, I think they hold up.
0: All righty, uh, Dale, take.
2: Um. Yeah. So, Rafi Bomb, Rafi Devers signs what was a 11 thirty-one million, eleven-year contract with the Bruins. Our our mankind bloom with the Red Sox.
0: Uh, He's not a hockey player.
2: Did I say the Bruins? Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. Um. The, uh,
0: although
2: they songs, did play yeah. it Fenway. Um yeah that's true. Um also I have a side take as well. Um first ever wasted takes side take. Uh so Rafi signed, Kaim got it done, chime, time, time dime. Say a Rhyme. He I don't think this was a good deal. That's that's what it is. But that's what's crazy is that um, this is baseball now. Like, this is what Rafi's worth, and he would have gotten this contract or better somewhere else, basically. He would have done you better. Know, if he give or, give free, or take 10. If he
0: got to free agency, he would have done better.
2: Yeah, well, maybe. I don't think so. I do. So. Um, you think he's a 40 mil a year guy? I think somebody would have paid it. Yeah, that's the th- But that's what I'm saying. Is they overpay the for man. No, Xander. But there's, the thing. there's no salary cap in baseball, so there's no such thing as a bad deal. I know, deal. but 11-year contracts are not a thing. This is, just became a thing in they the are past now. six years. But, like, and you got to stop
1: being like, oh, it's a bad deal. It there's
2: is a bad no such deal.
1: thing a bad deals.
2: It is a bad deal.
1: There's no such thing as bad
2: deal.
1: Is, will Robbie Will
2: Robbie Devers make our team better or worse? Okay, you know? I'm not done with the take. This is a bad deal in terms of um, output over 11 years. He is not going to be worth thirty-five million million seven seven years from now, six years, years from
1: now. now. $35 million
2: isn't even that much. Guys will be getting $60 million deals. That, that might be true, but he also might be crappy. So I'm saying... So what? We weren't supposed to sign him either. I'm not done with the take. Tucker. let the man finish. Alright. It's a bad deal in terms of financials. I just think this is ridiculous, but they're all like this. And I think it's a good deal because you have to lock in some guy. You're gonna be a top tier level team in the MLB, you know, status and supposed to be playing well even though Sox came in last or second to last but if you're going to be a top tier team like that you need to have these kinds of contracts so to that end time time climb time dime is going to double down before the season starts and he's going to sign one more player I don't know what it is to a very, very similar contract, 10 years, 300 million. I don't I don't care who it is. I don't care what it is. is. They're going to have to do something stupid in my eyes, but it's what the team needs to be considered a, 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 one of those teams, and he's going to just sign somebody. I don't know who it's going to be. Maybe. Who? Because Juan, Juan Soto is not a big a pre- no
0: one left. All right. What? Here's my thoughts. I'm glad we're getting into this because I was going to touch on it later, but we can just do it now. You're saying Heim Bloom to just touch on everything. You're saying Hein Bloom you know gets the credit, got it done. I don't think Hein Bloom had one thing to do with this deal. I think it was John Henry getting bullied for the past month online in the sports media in Boston and publicly at Fenway Park. booed, yelled at, called a nerd. There was two guys outside of his car. pay anybody, Pay anybody. He was like, he walked through Fenway and they booed him. He's like, I'm, loo- I'm losing everyone. I'm losing them. I have I have to do something. Just go ahead and give Rafi an extra 100 mil. And <coughs> I think that's exactly what happened. Haim was probably like, listen, this guy has only been top 10 in war once in his career. He's the seventh heaviest uh, third baseman of all time. Bet you didn't know that. <laughs> seventh? Heavy fattest third baseman to ever play, isn't <laughs> Is Pablo that Pablo? Number one, Pablo's number one. Isn't that insane? Seventh heavy. That's insane. The and and the list of that those players include like Miguel Cabrera switched to first base, um, a bunch of other guys switched to DH. Switch to first base.
2: Troy Gloss was a massive person. He might
0: have been on there. I don't know. But anyways, Hein was like, I don't want to do this deal. He's probably in the same thought as you. We are in a situation where he's not going to be as good as we think he is based on his build, based on his war, based on everything in five years. So why the hell are we going to pay him? But I do think it's a good deal because I think you saved your franchise. They, what happened with Xander was so unacceptable. What happens, what has happened with, uh, with, with bets with, JD, with all these people people loved, players people loved, letting them walk, meanwhile bringing in bums like, what's the red-headed guy they signed from the Dodgers? That guy, uh, the closer, Kenley Jansen, washed up closer, like, just bringing in bum after bum to just put a team out there. Fenway's, uh, Fenway's attendance was at a 20-year low this year. You had to do this deal. This is a good deal because it saves the franchise. Now, is there a chance he doesn't live up to it? Absolutely. But I do agree with Tucker. You have unlimited money. Like, you have now a superstar that you can build around. And um, what was the other thing, Tucker, you said? In in five, six years, people are going to be oh, okay. playing for $40 million a year. You yeah. know, so it's it's really, you know, whatever. It's just what the market dictates. I do think he would have got more on the open market. Um, but I think this is a good deal because they needed to do it. They needed to lock up this guy. And I think he's going to be good, at least for a little while longer. Worst case scenario, he does get super duper fat. And you put him in the DH role and he continues to hit bombs. And you're paying, you're overpaying for a DH. But at least you have offense. My thing on your actual take... There is no way this happens. A, because they don't want to pay this h- amount of money. The whole reason Hines here is to have cheap deals and to compete in the Rays style. It hasn't worked out because that doesn't work. It just doesn't work. It's not a thing. The nerds are ruining baseball. B, who are you going to pay? There's nobody left. Nobody's left. All the free agents. The only thing I could see, only situation I could see this happening is if, if Correa shakes loose from the Mets. If his physical issues continue... Maybe they'd overpay him, but based on the fact he's had two physical issues with two different teams, that would be incredible. My whole thing is, (laughs) the way this is going to work is, we're all praising them right now for doing this, for finally getting it done, and in five years when he sucks, we're going to turn around and be like, why the hell did you do this deal, you idiots? I hate John Henry. So no matter what happens, everybody's going to be pissed. So, let's just hope he plays well. Let's hope they can put some pieces around him, get the farm system going, and maybe in five years we can start competing again. Um, Tucker? Um, I already did my take. Oh, alright. Do you think that they're going to sign someone?
1: Sorry, I was attacking it as he went throughout his take, sorry. Um, but I don't think the Sox are going to sign someone. No, um, I was shocked they signed Devers, so Ugh. the idea that they'd sign another guy on top of it is kind of insane to me. I just, I don't know. I don't have the faith in this team.
0: righty, Ways to take segment complete. Um, let's move on to some segments. Um, fraud of the week. My fraud of the week is the National Football League. So, don't know if anyone caught this on Monday night, but during the delay for DeMar Hamlin, uh, Joe Buck, after taking three commercial breaks, came out and said, "So what they've, what happened is they've ruled that they're going to continue play. The players will have five minutes to warm up, and then they'll they'll start the game back up." Now, if you watch the tape, Joe Burrow gets on the sidelines, starts throwing the ball. So clearly, this was told to the players, not only Joe Buck. Joe Buck didn't make it up. He had three commercial breaks, and then it came to him. Troy Vincent, the VP of something or other with the NFL, came out and said it's preposterous that anyone's suggesting that. That did not happen. That's a lie. It's such a blatant lie. This is 100% what happened. They decided, I don't know if it was the refs, I don't know if it was the league, but they decided, okay, he's off the field. Five minutes, let's go. Now, usually that does happen. It's a little different when guys get knocked out, they're pulled out on a stretcher in the ambulance, they give the thumbs up. At least you know they're okay. This guy died on the field. He died, he lost his pulse. And they were like, okay, let's play five minutes. Imagine if things went poorly and he just passed away on the way to the hospital and they went through with this. I mean, what a boneheaded decision. The NFL continues to mess up. Roger Goodell continues to be a dictator that does not care about the safety of his players, doesn't care about the safety of women, Ray Rice gave him a two-game suspension originally. Doesn't care about integrity of the game. Uh, Screwed Tom Brady on Deflategate. Uh, Screwed Bill Belichick on Spygate. Um, Doesn't care about a lot of things. He's just a bad commissioner. The The only reason he can keep his job is because the NFL is king. The NFL puts out such a good product every year, they can overcome any controversy. This DeMar Hamlin thing will eventually... You know, people will always remember him and the situation. It'll eventually pass. People won't won't be talking about the safety of football next year. It just won't happen because the NFL is unkillable. They're uncancelable. Roger Goodell, you are a fraud. You do not care about the safety of the players. You you wouldn't have cared if this guy died. You would have been like, What are we gonna do about ratings? What are we gonna do about playoffs? Blah 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 blah. So up yours, Roger. Anytime I get a chance to call you a fraud, I'll take it. Uh, Tucker, you got a fraud?
1: Uh yeah. My fraud oh my god, is that his name? Uh just let me make sure I don't know why I was kind of panicking. Yeah, my fraud of the week is Kenny Pickett. Oh really? I just don't see it. Everyone can kinda hype of up this guy like, oh yeah no, the Steelers got a guy in Kenny Pickett. He's done the absolute bare minimum this entire season. Two back-to-back
0: game-winning drives.
1: Like, no, like, Trey, I can't emphasize enough. He's a poor man's Mac Jones. He's a Mac Jones with better offensive weapons, a better defense, and puts up significantly less points per game. Like, I, I just, I haven't seen anything from him. That made me think that Kenny Pickett is anything. They've scored over 20 points, like, let's look, in the last, yeah, they've put up over 20 points, like, once in the last seven games. I don't know, like, this team just doesn't seem like it's it for me. Kenny Pickett isn't a guy that, like, I want to build around, and everyone's just kind of like, yep, nope, he's the guy. I think that's just the Steelers way they've had, like, they're just, once they pick something, they stick by it. They've had three coaches their entire life. They had Ben Roethlisberger until he literally couldn't walk anymore. But, yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, I'm looking at his last games. In In the last four games that he played, he threw over 200 yards once. So, I was with you. And posted above a QBR of 60 once. I was with
0: you up until this week. I thought he was a bust, bum. He's still maybe. He's still maybe. I never (laughs) thought he was going to be good based on his hand measurements. As soon as I saw his hand measurements, I was like, this guy sucks. Um, But two back-to-back weeks with a game-winning touchdown drive. And your team is fighting for playoff contention. They pulled themselves. They stunk in the beginning of the year. They were awful, and he has put them in a position now where they could make it. So it's an overreaction to say he's the guy. I think it was an overreaction for us last year to say Max the guy after one good season. Um, it was more. Max was it was more complete than Pickett's. hundred percent. It was more complete than Pickett's. He's impressed me these past two weeks. So I think there there may be something to build on.
1: Huh? Oh, I just like the Raiders game, they scored thirteen points and Derek Car threw four interceptions. Like I'm just and they ended up winning thirteen to ten in a game that they had at least four turnovers. I don't think
0: you'll ever be an elite quarterback I this. I don't think that, but, but they may have somebody to fill the position for the next four years.
1: We'll see. I can't. Be, I can't say he's a beat Huntley this week. Like they're bit, you know, like the Ravens are a good team when it's not Tyler Huntley. Tyler Huntley sucks. He's like won one game over the last two
0: seasons. Yeah, I don't know how he still has a job, but I've yeah. been impressed with him these past two weeks. Uh, Dylan, anything, anything you want or for out of the week for you? Muted. It's two mutes so far. I've not committed
2: any. Uh, mute, 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 mute. Um, I have a side take. Can I just have my side take? Can we, is that a new segment? Side take? All right, I guess. Dylan, mm-hmm. side takes. Okay, side take. Um, the Bruins had the Winter Classic last week, right? Um. Oh. Now, this is the best, the Winter Classic is the best outdoors sporting event, in my opinion. That's not just a take. The, the point is, is that it is also the worst, how do I phrase it? Worst. Um, I I'm not going to say worst event, but it, but it's the best event and the worst event. It's the best event because it's hockey outside, dudes are outside, screen. you know, people playing outside. Bad things about it. one: nobody can see jack crap unless you're on the monster at Fenway. Uh, two: the ice is absolutely abysmal; dudes could get hurt. Jake DeBrus broke it broke his femur. Three: the lighting is bad; people getting confused; shit's going all over the place. Uh, and four, it's, it's hockey and it's goddamn cold out there in the middle of November.
0: Also five, the ice sucks.
2: Uh, the ice is horrible. I said that. Oh, okay. That was number two. The ice is terrible. And for whatever reasons, all of the reasons why it sucks make it even better. So that that's just my side take.
0: I mean, I guess, I, would, uh, I don't know if it's the best outdoor sporting event, but it's definitely the most unique, I'd say. I think it's the best thing the NHL does. Oh, for sure. It's pretty damn cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, all right. Uh, all right. Thank let's,
2: you, I just had to get that off my
0: chest. Let's break down this playoff scenario. So, it was announced tonight that mm-hmm. the Bengals-Bills game will not happen, rule to no contest, doesn't go on the records. This causes all sorts of jumbled up. This was the most important game of the year, so the fact that this happened during this is a, is a real bummer. But um, this is th- it's a mess now because the Chiefs are still in the one seed, the Bills are the two, and the Bengals are the three. Um, I wish we had done the show yesterday because we wouldn't have known, and we could have we could have went through um, all the different scenarios that were coming up to decide the one seat. As of right now, I mean, it sounds like it's going to just kind of stand pat unless something crazy happens Saturday, Sunday, but we'll find out. So basically what's going on is that um, if Buffalo and Kansas City both win or both tie, a Buffalo-Kansas City championship game would be at a neutral site. Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and Baltimore wins or ties, a Buffalo versus Kansas City championship game would be at a neutral site. Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and Cincinnati wins. A Buffalo or Cincinnati versus Kansas City game would be at a neutral site. So the three th- teams that te- really affected are Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Kansas City. If any combination of those teams play, It sounds like outside of maybe Bill's Cincinnati, they would be at a neutral site. Um,
2: This is the AFC Championship. AFC Championship. Uh, Well, that doesn't matter anyway.
0: Assuming a a combination of those two teams will make it, I think that will probably happen. But the other team getting boned by this is the uh, Ravens. Because if the Ravens win this week, then they decide the division, I think, based on a coin flip. Uh so that's awesome. A lot of different a lot of different scenarios came up on how to fix this. One was say one was done by the assholes who said, "Well, the bills quit." They said they didn't want to play anymore, so give them the loss. I think that's kind of a shitty take stance to take, but um if that happened I I, I I there's so much going on. There was another scenario given that would have been a random number generator So based on the win predictability of the game the other night, taking into account that the Bengals had a 7-3 lead and had the ball, they had a 63% win chance. So they said that maybe we should spin a wheel. If the number is less than 63, 63 or less, the Bengals win. If it's higher than 63, the Bills win, which would be insane. Um, (laughs) Another one was add an eighth playoff team. Put eight teams in, give no one the bye. That means the Patriots make it. So, I mean, that would be an absolute joke. And you have to add an eighth team in the NFC just for the,
2: for the sake. of... I think they should do that. Ugh, I, I, hate I genuinely that one. think they should do that. I
0: think that's a joke. Eight teams each in the. That would be like embarrassing. Um, and the last one I heard was push the AFC championship back a week to the Pro Bowl or championship week in general, back to the Pro Bowl and uh, go from there. So, um, I mean, there could still be a crazy scenario where you have the Bengals and the Bills, I think, tied for the one seed if Kansas City loses, or or maybe not. I'm so confused. I don't know. It sounds like they're just going to kind of play out the string, do it at a neutral site if it's one of those three teams, which it will be and just kind of let it go. Um, just curious as to you, if you guys have a fav- favorite scenario or uh, what you think will happen.
2: Well, I, What I think is crazy is I feel like you wouldn't have to do all of this scenario debate and coming up with these extra rules if you just gave both teams ties. Just give them a tie. And then all of the rules fall into place. I think it still. Created. I think
1: it still yeah, makes but a difference.
2: At that point, you're still punishing them for what they did because, like, they didn't finish the game. I'm sorry, like that. Like that. Obviously, all the things happened around it, but that's what happened. The game no, didn't but end.
1: The Bengals are really going to get punished and not, you know. And yes, Atiyas is doing I don't.
0: I agree with that, Dill. I don't think you can play that The, game. He, the he guy died. The
1: Bengals. He died. The Bengals did the right thing there,
2: and they shouldn't be punished for what they did. Well, but it's not, you're not punishing either team. You're giving them an even time because you couldn't play the rest of the the game. Then the Bengals have the chance to lose the division, though.
0: And they can't get the one seed in that
2: scenario. I'm sorry. I just feel like that's the easiest way to do it. Okay?
0: I mean, it might be the easiest. The easiest way to say would be to say, oh, Buffalo quit, so they lose. But that's not right. Like, they teams did the right thing by not playing the game. I, in my opinion.
2: Uh, so, but well, what I'm saying is, if if the Bengals, the Bengals record, whatever they are now, if if at the end of the season they have now the same amount of wins, even if they had a tie, how would they lose the division?
0: Because if they lose to Baltimore, they could they wouldn't win the division they'd have Ow. less wins
2: i think but the, even if they had even if they had the same amount of losses
0: or no it's not that it's something else it's
2: no it is the
0: baltimore still has a chance i think to win the division so and the other thing is it's home field because if you give if you give them a tie they are in the third seed, and they could have won that game against Buffalo and jumped them for the second seed. So they'd have home field advantage until up at least until the, the championship game, which is two games, and then they. but they won't have that if they're, the three, if they're the three seed and they make it to the divisional or something like that.
2: What I don't understand is if having a zero in the tie column versus not having anything in the column, in, in anywhere... That shouldn't shouldn't make a it's, difference. It's based on
0: win percentage, so the Chiefs are getting screwed here too. Because if the Bills have a worse, they don't have a worse record, but they don't have as many wins, but they're they have a higher win percentage, then they get the one seed. If the
2: Chiefs lose, so how why is it? So why why would it uh, why would a tie count for win percentage?
0: It doesn't. Cannot, you don't get a, no,
2: cannot count for win percentage. It's not a win, but it's also not a loss.
0: You don't. Ha- you wouldn't
2: have as high a win percentage. What's percent? the advantage of having a tie? Just, there is like I'm trying to understand now outside of this scenario. What's the advantage in football of having a tie on your record?
0: If a team has more losses versus a loss, if you have if you have seven losses and and one what? tie, and B team B has eight losses, then you are better than that. Okay, so, you have a higher win percentage.
2: So, but that no, it's that that's the same win percentage. You just have one more tie.
0: No, but you that doesn't count as a win. So, if you played three out of four games and you won two and lost two, you'd have a fifty percent win percentage. If you won two, lost one, and tied one, you'd have. Uh, a, 60, win a 60% win
2: percentage. Okay, so it doesn't count for a win percentage. Because no. I you said it did. No, it, so it, there is no it, t- it counts in the fact that if you lose the game,
0: then you have a lower win percentage. Or,
2: yeah, but if they count it as a tie, it doesn't change your win percentage. So why didn't they count it as a tie, is what I'm saying.
0: Because one team, they, they it does count to win percentage, though. Because you, you
2: just said it didn't.
0: It does, in the right. fact that it's a it's it's not a win. It's not a win, so you cannot up the win percentage. That's
2: trade right. win percentage is a, is a fraction.
0: I understand. I'm I'm I gave it to you. If you have a if you have two wins, two losses, you have fifty percent win percentage. Yes, if You have right. two wins, one loss, one tie. You have a sixty percent win percentage.
2: So it doesn't count towards your percentage. That does. That does
0: changes that, it. No, it would.
1: Yes, it right. does. That changes right. it. That makes right. it go from fifty right. to sixty. Right, right. right. Well,
2: what are we talking right. about? If you two and one, and your two one and one, your win percentage in both cases, according to you, no. is. 0. I said 6%. no.
0: It's it's you. One two lost one, and the other one's nothing. So if you have a sixty percent win percentage based on.
2: Your you wins and your two, losses. If, if you go two one and zero, yeah. If you go if you two, go two one, two, one, two, you
0: have a fifty percent win. If you go two one and one, you have a sixty percent win percent. Sixty six percent. Yes, you do. Yeah. So it does not
1: count. <laughs> you don't understand what I'm trying to say.
0: You don't understand what I'm trying to say. No, it just makes a difference.
1: To okay, I'm gonna go on and I'm gonna find out who's right. No, I. Uh, what is the title of the season, the Giants?
2: Oh yeah, we could just do that.
1: Yeah, we can just look this up.
2: What is four divided by, uh...
1: Alright, the Giants are nine and six, and one. So we'll look up what nine divided by fifteen is, and if it's that, then it's correct. Point six. Whoa! They're point nine five Is Trey right? Thank you. But it doesn't make sense. No, it's football, it doesn't make sense.
2: No, like this this math isn't mathing. Yeah, that doesn't math in any way. Yeah. Here, Trey, if you go two, one, and zero. Zero meaning no ties. You have a sixty six percent win percentage. If you go 2, 1, and 1, what is your win percentage? 66%. So it doesn't factor in. So why not give them a tie?
0: But if, you go, but if they had won that game, then it's up to 75% is what I'm saying. Yeah, but the, it, either way. So a team that had won that game would have a better win percentage. Because then at that point, they have, would have played four Trey, games, and they had won te- three of them.
2: Trey, both teams would have gotten a tie. So it, what I'm saying is if it yes, doesn't Yes, but if the Chiefs
0: factor in too, Dill. It's not just between these two teams.
2: It's the Chiefs too. Yeah, but the Chiefs have their own win percentage. Yes, which is very similar game.
0: to the Bills. If the Bills had a win there.
1: No, oh, but it doesn't matter. If the
0: Bills had a win there and some other things played out, they would have a higher win percentage than Kansas City.
2: No, because you just said it doesn't factor in. You keep saying
0: it. No, I don't keep saying it.
2: <laughs> okay, go on to the
0: next thing. <laughs> no, I don't keep, I don't understand I'm, how, I'm telling you that it, it does not count as a loss, so it doesn't lower the win percentage, but if you win the game, your win percentage is higher. If you lose the game, your win percentage Trey, is lower.
2: They, Trade. they didn't count the game. I know, so now they have a, a higher
0: win percentage with less games played is the problem. They have a no, higher no, win percentage no. if they win or whatever happens. If they win and the Chiefs lose, then they have a higher win percentage, but they have one less game play. That's where
2: the issue comes in, right? So, but, what but they, you have if they gave them the tie, football. it
0: wouldn't it wouldn't give them a better win percentage.
2: But you just you know, said it doesn't factor three in. Three is better than twelve and four, right?
1: So they would have a higher win percentage if the Bills were yes. 3 one. Yes, but, the but yes, 12 12.
0: yes, but they're not counting the game.
1: No, but I'm saying they would have the higher win percentage if they count it as a tie. Who would? Who has the Bills?
0: Yes, you're right. So that's the other issue. That if they count it as a tie, then they still have a, they would have a higher win percentage. No,
1: because I'm pretty sure if the bills end up 12 and three and the chiefs are 12 and four the bills get home field advantage which is the issue yes but if they're 12 12- no, no, no that's not the issue the issue is if the bills are 12 and three and the chiefs are 13 and three then they're flipping the coin if the bills are 12 and three and the chiefs are 12 and four they're just saying bills get home field advantage
2: yes at yeah. if they were 12-3-1 or 11-3, whatever it is, they would also have to give them I don't understand why they didn't give these teams ties. It makes mathematical sense. and There's no reason to do any of this other crap.
0: Well, I no, think they just
2: didn't want to But then the issue on.
0: becomes between the Bills
2: and the Bengals if they have a tie. They basically gave both teams a win. They gave both teams effectively a win because the math, yeah. it will always be higher. But they should have gave both teams a tie just to make it make but, more sense. But then the, those teams you're will be tied.
1: But then you're punishing them for you're like if they're like, well, we could, if we won, like you know, there's this whole hypothetical. If we just played on. We could have gotten the win. We could have gotten it. So if you give them both a win, you're basically incentivizing mm-hmm. this type of behavior, which you want because you want to humanize athletes. But and what I. But if it does. It effectively gave them both a win, but I think giving them both a win is the only thing you can do in this scenario. Because in any other scenario, you're basically telling coaches in the future, like, hey, if you have a must win game and one of your players dies or something severe like this happens, you just need to play the
2: fuck on because you're fucked otherwise.
0: This is hurting my brain.
2: Yeah, but what i but if the if the tie doesn't count towards your win percentage, then it shouldn't matter whether or not it it's there. Matter. But no. then they would
0: tie, Then they would be tied. The Bengals yeah, and the no, Bills. But
1: it, does, it does matter, though. Like you can't say it doesn't matter because like twelve three and one versus thirteen and three is very different. And like to get the one seed, they're probably going to need to go thirteen and three. So it's a must win. It's not a can't lose.
2: Wait, I'm wait. Twelve, three, and one, and thirteen, and three. What? It
1: would totally what? different. Yeah. So, like, the, if the Chiefs ended up thirteen and three, and the Bills are twelve, three, and one, then no, that, no, no. no they they, would, they would. effectively the same as a loss. It is because their record's worse, and so it's just as bad as having a loss on their column. There, there's no difference.
2: Yeah, you know, but it, but we're saying I've been trying to say that I've been, that's how
1: I've been trying to but say. it. Why just, do we bring up win percentage? It doesn't matter. I can't win. speak. If English one team is
2: in twelve math, three and one,
1: correct. and one team's thirteen and three. The thirteen and three team gets home field advantage. It does affect win percentage because it's not another win. But I don't. One. But I. What I'm why it affects your win percentage because being thirteen and three is a higher win percentage than being twelve and three.
2: But well, I, what's confusing me is that if you gave both teams a tie. Who, who's 13 and 3 in this scenario
1: the chiefs the chiefs, the chiefs are 13 and 3 yeah, yeah. now 12 3 1 they're both now below the chiefs so both both the both the who Restart the, the Bills and the Bengals, Dylan. All right. The Bills just... and the Bengals have the same oh. record. Yes, Dylan. Yes, this is the crux of the issue. Yo, well, that doesn't matter. That, that that's besides the of It one. does okay. matter. They're both twelve. Oh, I didn't listen the first five minutes of you guys. Yes, I was right trying to explain forth, this, and I jumped in on Dylan's side, and then they're, they're both twelve. Yeah, three, and three and one. one. Oh, okay. The wrong so, so, side. What happens if the if the Chiefs what? You still don't even know what happens? If the Chiefs
0: win, <laughs> they are. The one seed. If you give them the tie, if you give them the tie, the Chiefs win. They are the one seed, despite whatever. Then the Bengals and Bills are tied for the two seed. Okay. And then it goes to like head-to-heads or whatever.
2: Yeah, that's normal. Okay.
0: What's wrong with that? They, I mean, the player almost died. They, They, they didn't th- tie the game. I-
2: but I don't understand what the difference is between it being having a tie in the tie call or or, playing, or having seven, 16 because games. Because the Bills
0: and the Bengals both still had a chance to get the one seed. So if you give them a tie, you take
1: away the chance for them to get the Absolutely one seed. Absolutely terrible. I want nothing to do with this conversation.
0: If you give them both a tie, they cannot win the one seed.
1: Which but goes back to not your original what, but that's point. But ju- that's not what you keep saying about so yes, win percentage.
0: Yes, it is, Dylan. No, no, Dylan yes, it Dylan, is.
1: So yes, wrong. it is. Dylan, yes, yes you it, it is. Are, you, are, you
0: are so wrong here. It's crazy. I explained I mean, it to I'm you. If you go two and two, 50% win percentage. Go two, one and one, 60% win percentage. Sixty. Yeah, okay,
2: sure.
0: So 60, your win, 60, you're You're better team if you're two, one and one than if you're two and two.
1: Yes. Yes, but no, Trey, you're talking from the oven.
0: If you're three so and one, th- if you're three, three, and one,
1: three and one or two one or two, one two, and one, one, so three,
0: and two, one three, three and one team is better.
1: Yes. You, yes, that's yes. what I've said the whole time! No, but no, but if the, no, but, it, but they're, they're if you put, no, if you don't no, give them no. the tie, there's two and one. Which is still not as good as three and one. Yes, Dylan! Yes! This is what we've been saying for fifteen minutes, team. Noah
2: you have if you're three and one and zero. If you're two one and one or two one and zero, you're not as good as three and th- three and one. Yes. Yes. So why not give them the tie? Because it doesn't
1: matter. No, just it. You just explained it in your previous sentence why you can't. It go make any sense. Because three and one. I need is another better drink. Than two one and one. So if you give them both two one and one instead of three and one. They are both worse off than a three and one team. Do we agree? Now I'm confused. They're worse in any situation. <laughs> no, I, 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 legitimately
2: don't understand. Oh my god! Both teams are twelve and three, right? Both teams are twelve and three. They are twelve,
0: three, and one.
2: No, no you're twelve, 12-3.
0: No, they're twelve and three. Correct.
2: They're twelve and three. Okay. And the, the Okay, okay, listen. They're 12 and 3. If they were 12, 3, and 1, and they both win, now they're 13, 3, and 1.
0: And the Chiefs, if they win, they're 14, 14 and
1: three. Three, 3. So you give them 13 and 3. Right,
2: right. No, they, no, 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 stop talking. They're 14 and 3. Chiefs win. if
1: Correct. Chiefs don't win. If they're 13 and 3, and the Chiefs are 14 and 3, they said the game will be played on neutral ground. No, I'm just they win the division. Would they have a better record? They don't, because they've said no, if even amount of games played, and they're 13 and 3, and the Chiefs are 14 and 3, Dylan, then the Chiefs I didn't the- say, I said 13 3 and 1. They're not 13 3 1. I no, said one. if. No, if I said four. if. If if That's, if then the Chiefs would win, yes. Yes. But in okay. this situation. But so if we agree that if you give them the tie then you're giving the Chiefs the advantage.
2: If you if you give them the tie they're thirteen, three and one. If you don't give them the tie, they're thirteen and three. Thirteen and and the three, Chiefs, they're basically fourteen and three. No, they're thirteen and three. And the Chiefs are fourteen and three. Yep. Who wins the division? The in what situation? Who wins the division? If in what situation if the Chiefs the one- are fourteen and three, and the and both teams are thirteen and three, they said
1: that the game will be played on neutral ground for the playoffs. So they don't the Chiefs, have a we'll one seed. No, who gets but, the banner? Who wins the? Who wins the? They're game? not in
0: the same division.
1: Yeah, it's all divisions. playoff
0: seating seating, Bill, that matters. They're all in the playoffs, no matter. regardless. They're in the playoffs. So it's just the seating they're trying to figure out. They're trying to figure out who's gonna get the bye. They can't
2: if do the Chiefs are third fourteen and three.
1: Guys, guys. And I- the other two teams. All right, thirteen <laughs> to three. So that the Chiefs on. have a better record, we'll so they should on. get it. I'm sorry, that's that's math. For the love of God, we need to move on.
0: All right, let's move on. It I don't even know what I, what to talk about. No,
1: you're done. you It doesn't matter. It's math. Get the, word. the math. Tucker. Tucker, you flip flopped in that it's argument the twice. I pray to God your employer never hears this because I think they fire <laughs> you. Well, stuff. it's math. My, my job's all about math, and it was all math. The Chiefs win. If it, if Yo, it, I thought. What does it, thought it I, I, matter? It doesn't matter. Can can God, the situation <laughs> that played. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. to do. If it was a tie, they still would have done. it. They still <laughs> would have done neutral fields, even if they gave them the tie. But it should. It should have been a tie. It makes sense. Let's talk
0: <laughs> about some teams on the brink. Okay, we talked about the Patriots. I think everybody's in agreement. They're not going to make it. Um, they.
1: Dylan says they're winning by 30.
0: They could. Oh, Dylan does think they'll win. Okay. They could still make it if Miami loses, if Tennessee loses, and if the Steelers lose. So they still have a chance to make the playoffs with a loss. Now, Jacksonville plays the Titans. Could be reasonable.
1: Now, if the Patriots tie.
0: If they tie, they're um, out. I
1: don't know what happens if the Patriots
0: <laughs> tie. I actually don't. Yeah, wait. I don't know what
1: happens. Um, if the Patriots tie, are they 8-9-1? Or a whole other wrench into this. That we have.
0: I think they can still get in with a tie or a loss if Titans, Steelers, Miami loses. If any of those teams win and they lose, they are out of the playoffs. Uh, or if they uh, beat the bill, Bills, they're in. So, I mean, they have something like a 20% chance, maybe less. But um, I think now that's almost down to zero. Jacksonville, Tennessee, week 18 to decide the division winner. I like the Jags here. I think they're hot. I think the techs, the Titans are kind of, I call them frauds like week two or three. Um, I think they're kind of... Just kind of a pukey team, kind of really boring. Um, I don't know what the deal is with Tannehill. Is he going to be in this game? They had Josh Dobbs start last game, which was a joke. Tucker, who do you like in the battle for the AFC
1: South? I love Jacksonville. And I don't – And guess the line.
0: Three-and-a-half, Titans.
1: Jaguars by six-and-a-half. Whoa. Like, you were off by a lot.
0: Yeah, I mean, I really don't know too much about the Titans. I always assume they're, like, okay. Um, I just...
1: I, I don't think they're okay.
0: I don't think they're very good. I don't know what the deal is with Tannehill. I like the Jaguars here. Um... The... Let's see. The Dolphins... play the Jets. So... They need to win. They need New England to lose and the Titans to lose. Let's see. If they win, they'll be nine and eight. No, I think they need the Jaguars to lose. So they need Jacksonville, New England to lose to get in. Um. Do you think?
1: I mean, say this right now. I hope for the love of God the series don't.
0: So the Steelers need a lot to happen. Let me let me just pull up a list here. Playoff clinch scenarios. Okay, here we go. We'll run through this list. This will be much easier. Um, okay, so the e- so we'll go to the NFC first. Um. Oh, never mind. Can't read that article. Locked behind a paywall.
1: Um.
0: Okay, AFC. So. The we'll skip the three teams we just discussed. The Dolphins will clinch a wild card berth with a win over the Jets and a Patriots loss to the Bills. So that's all they need is the Jets to, to beat the Jets, which is very possible, and the Patriots to lose to the Bills. Um, do you think that's that's possible? Or we'll keep going. We'll say which is most likely. So the Jaguars, if they lose to the Titans. They will need the Steelers to lose to the Browns and the Patriots to lose to the Bills and the Dolphins to lose to the Jets. Um, Patriots, we know, win and you're in. Or, Dolphins lost to the Jets, Steelers lost to Browns, Titans lost to Jags. Ravens can win the AFC North with a with a win over the Bengals, although that is now in question. Um, the Steelers can get in with um, a win over the Browns, Patriots lost, Bills and I, I mean, and Dolphins lost to the Jets. I can't
2: keep all this.
0: And the Titans can win the AFC South. If they win, if they lose, they're out. So of those teams, the Jaguars, the Dolphins, the Patriots, the Ravens, the Steelers, and the Titans, who do you think rank them? Most likely, least likely. I'll go most likely Jaguars. Number two, I'll say How many
1: spots are we fighting for? One.
0: <laughs> one spot. Uh, okay. But technically two, but one, really. I'll say the Dol- the Jags are most likely to get in. I'll say number two would be the Finns, which is gross. Um, then I'll say Patriots. The Ravens are already in. And then Steelers. Or no, and then Titans and then Steelers. Tucker?
1: Um. All right. So I think... Most likely scenario: Patriots get in while not winning uh, their game. I think that's the most likely scenario. You
0: think the Jets beat the uh, the Finns?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. It's Mike Skyler White's hurt Tompkins. again. It's Skyler Tompkins versus Joe Flacco, or who's playing?
0: Maybe Strebler. I don't not know. Joe.
1: Yeah, the new guy, not it's Joe Flacco. Strebler versus Thompson. Skyler Thompson. In a must-win divisional game. That's going to be a burn burner. Yes. That's a hilarious <clears throat> game that I can't wait to watch. That's going to be rough. Um, like That's just end-of-year football with actual playoff implications involved, which is hilarious. Um, the Jaguars are actually good. Uh, they deserve to make the playoffs. I let you explain. The Titans.
0: So, Dylan, you were gone when I explained this, but... The- Jags-Titans play, winner wins the division, loser probably goes home. If the Titans lose, they go home. If the Jaguars lose, they can still get in, but they need a lot to happen.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah, because when I came back, you said something about Tannehill. Yeah. All right, Tuck, you were saying what? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah,
1: but here's my thought. So the team, so the Jaguars get in. Let's say the Jaguars win their game. These are the teams that are on the block to make the playoffs: the Titans, the Dolphins, the Steelers.
0: No, the Titans can't get in unless they
1: win. I'm just saying that these are the guys with at-large bids: the Titans, the Dolphins, the Steelers, and the Patriots. I look at those four teams and say we're the best team.
0: Over the Titans? I'd say you're about equal with the Titans.
1: The Titans are bad, Trey. The Titans, like, are been... I think you haven't been paying attention to the Titans. The Titans fell apart. I think they've scored like... I the Patriots are the very good, now, Tucker. I I'd put, no, no, I'd no, I'd true. put true. Miami I you over you with a play. healthy
0: quarterback. But I wouldn't put the Steelers But they haven't those. had
1: a quarterback. I mean, yeah, the Titans just lost to the Cowboys. They lost to the Chargers. I'd say Before you're one that, or two. And they lost to the Chargers. So,
2: Tuck, it, you have a five game losing streak. Tuck, you think the most likely scenario is that the Patriots lose to the Bills, the Dolphins lose to the Jets, the Steelers lose to whoever they're playing The for. Browns, who are not good. And the Jaguars win, and the Patriots make it in. That's yeah. wild. Mm hmm. I think, I think it could happen. That's a scenario right now. Is insane. I think I mean, that could happen.
0: I think if the Patriots end up losing, I think the Dolphins will I, win.
1: If I was to bet all five games, which I'm about to do, I'm about to. You Noah, know I'm gonna put them in the parlay. I'm gonna parlay it. <laughs> Anyone want in on this parlay? Nope.
0: Bet lock of the year. Let
1: me look at the lock of the century.
0: Lock of the season. All
1: right, so I have Jaguars money line. I have Jets money line. I have Cleveland Browns money line, and I have Bills'
2: money line. Is that plus for- plus nine fifty?
0: We have to root. Huh? We have to root for Deshaun Watson this weekend. That is horrendous. All right, uh, Dill, what do you think is the most likely scenario? You think the Dolphins get in? Do you think the Patriots get in?
1: All right, boys, my bet has gone in. $15 to win 113 What? What happened, What the hell
2: happens if the Jaguars lose?
0: If the Jaguars lose, they uh, can get in, but they will need the Steelers to lose, the Patriots lose, and the Dolphins to lose. So they're in a similar situation with so New if, England, where if they, but they but lose, J- they need a
2: lot of help. But if Jaguars lose, and the Patriots lose... Wait, who's Jack? And then that means the Titans are the The Titans. Titans, Titans, If the Titans win their game, the Jaguars and the Patriots are all the same.
0: Miami would get in,
2: and the Dolphins lose. That would be the Steelers. They'd have to win. And the Steelers lose, then the Patriots, the Dolphins, the Jets, the Steelers, the Browns, the Jaguars, and the Titans are all tied at eight and nine.
0: (laughs) I think that could happen. I I uh,
2: I don't know. I think that happens. Put it in, Chuck. Put it in. So if they all lose, because that means the Jets would win and go up one, the Titans would win and go up one, and the Browns would win and go up one, and the Patriots just
0: if they all lose, it might be New England that gets in.
2: No, because we know about that.
0: But we're in the seventh. We're in the seven right now. So if they all lose, we can't drop down any further. We have the tiebreaker over the Dolphins. We have the tiebreaker over the Steelers.
1: Wait, would the Titans get in?
0: No, if the no. Titans lose, they're 7-10. and ten. No, the Titans no,
1: would have to no, win. So they win. The no, they have won. to win
0: in that situation.
1: So that would mean the Titans won,
2: which would mean the Jaguars 9. The Jags get in. Nine. Yeah, every team is tied.
1: But who's, who has the tiebreaker, us or the Jaguars? So if we're a... So nine, who, the
0: Jaguars, it would come down to who they played head-to-head's.
1: Oh wait, if the wait, if the Titans won Can I wait, find a we, calculator? I, so the Titans have the Jaguars tiebreaker, right? So the Titans win the division if they win that game, which would mean the Jaguars would be eight and nine, just like us, and I believe we would get knocked out.
0: Okay, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold Titans. on. Okay, in this situation, the Patriots <laughs> lose. The What are the other teams? The, the Jets, Jets win. The Jets win. The, the Browns win. Browns win. And the Titans win. And the Titans were the Titans. That would be Jacksonville in the seventh seed.
1: So if all thought, those so. teams. Okay. Yeah, so.
2: no, that makes sense. And that. And then who's, is there only seven seeds? Seven seeds. Who's the sixth
0: seed? Uh, Baltimore is locked in as the sixth seed. There's only one spot left.
2: Okay, right. There's only one but who wins the division wait 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 wait. i'm confused the jaguars yeah, so the titans <laughs> with the patriots are out the, t- the, the titans the, would the win Giants the division and the jaguars would Correct. win okay, Correct. okay sorry if i the didn't titans the titans
0: win won. the patriots are out
2: now if for whatever reason the, they were tied like that and can you do the jaguars a tie the on titans this? and <laughs> jaguars and the titans and the Jaguars... The Jaguars uh, would still be
0: in, because they'd have one less loss.
2: I'm just saying, if it, if, if it was tied like this, who has the tiebreaker between Jaguars and the Titans and the Patriots? Like, how would we even figure that out? What's the next step? We didn't play that.
0: Those two, if they tied, if Jacksonville and um, Titans tied, they'd both be in. It would just depend no, on No, I, didn't, I didn't
2: mean tie. I meant
0: had the same record. Sa- Jacksonville has the... The the tiebreaker
2: in some scenario. I don't know what it is. I, I'm just asking. What is the tiebreaker after?
0: I think it's head to heads.
2: No, you mean like who you played versus yes. who they played, and what's the record between those teams? Yes. NFL FY-
0: tiebreaking procedures. I'm all over the internet right now.
2: Oh, I'm on. A,
1: what is it?
0: Head to head, best one lost tied percentage in games between the clubs.
2: Oh boy. That's one last time the guy with the, in games played in division.
0: No, so it's... Oh, God, I don't know. It's division record factors in, uh, then uh, common uh, games, then conference games, then strength of schedule. is number five. Okay, okay never mind. let's move on to the <laughs> NFC. So the <laughs> NFC is not locked up for, any, for a lot of these spots. So the Eagles still haven't clinched the one seed. So if they win over the Giants or the Cowboys lose to the Commanders and the 49ers lose to the Cardinals, they will take the one seed. They're in the playoffs. This is one seed. 49ers are in the playoffs as well. They get a one seed by beating the Cardinals and Eagles losing to the Giants. The Cowboys will get the NFC East if they beat the Commanders and the Eagles lose to the Giants. And they would get the one seed if the Niners lose in that situation as well. (laughs) the lions can get into the playoffs with a wild card berth win- if they beat the packers and the seahawks lose the packers get in with a win that's it the seahawks can get in if they win over the rams and the packers and and the packers lose to the lions so i have the playoff machine up we can break these down but uh tucker do you think the philly can lock up the 1 seed
1: Um, who are they playing again?
0: They play the Giants. It sounds like Fertz is planning to play.
1: Um, I think Philly probably locks up the one seed. Let me see. So, they get the one seed automatically as long as they beat the Giants. Yeah, I think they win this game. I mean, the Giants are in the playoffs. I think this is kind of a... I don't know. It's a look-ahead spot. They're super excited that they made the playoffs, so I think this is definitely a time where they're going to look ahead. Um, yeah, and then the 49ers have a shot of the one seed if the Eagles don't want to get it right. Forty-nine. If the <laughs>
0: Eagles lose, 49ers will get
1: it. If they both Unless lose, they the lose. Double, yeah, I read
0: that. Yeah. Uh, they're playing the Cardinals. They're not going to lose.
1: Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I think they lock it up. I mean, they deserve it. They're the best team all year, and like, yes, they didn't play well with a backup quarterback, but um, they're still very good.
0: Of the teams so, uh, fighting for the right. for the last two spots, who do you like? Do you like you? You've got or no? It's I think it's the last spot. You have the Seattle Seahawks, who are currently holding the position, who play the Rams. You have the Packers, who are playing the Lions. So those are, that, that matters. So if the Packers win, they're in. They overtake Seattle, they're in. If the Lions win, they need, need Seattle to, to lose. lose. Which of those Lions teams do out. you
2: like? Lions are out. I think. Yeah, familiar. I think the Lions are out. With I was sucks. saying
0: to Cam that I think the Packers could go on a little run.
2: They're getting hot at the right time. Ayahuasca's kicking in. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, um Dill? Is the game in Green Bay or is it in Detroit?
0: Um, it is Lions at Packers.
2: I'm going pack. I'm going pack. Wins bump out the Lions and the Hawks. I think that's who do the Bucks play?
0: The Bucks um, doesn't matter. They're in. They can lose. Doesn't matter. They have the four seed. They're not giving it up. They play the Falcons. If they lose, okay. they could remain in the fourth seed. They just
2: go in. What with about a bad? Uh, the Saints play. The Saints are out. Saints are eliminated. Saints oh, really? play the Panthers.
0: Yeah, meaningless game.
2: Huh, that's, I mean, they'll end up with the same records at, as, they could end up as the same record as the Lions or the Packers or the Seahawks if they lose, but they must have no strength of schedule advantage against all three of those teams.
0: Hey, I don't know what the tiebreakers boil down to, but they've been eliminated. Um, that has to be the reason. Yeah. I think it's divisional record, Two matters. I don't know. Um, let's just quickly chat real quick about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, gentlemen. The Bucs so played.
1: The Bucs have won one game in a row. Tom Brady do fucking do? popped off.
0: And if you didn't see this coming from a mile away, I don't know what to tell you. He is getting hot at the right time. Dylan, can they make hey, a legitimate hey. push in the playoffs? I'm going to Dylan first. Um, As it stands, they will have...
2: The seed coming to their place. They're not. It's not going to change.
0: Yeah, but it could change who they play. They're they're probably either going to play Dallas or Philly or the Giants. So they'll play one of the NFC East teams.
2: Yeah. So realistically, on paper, they don't seem like they have. They can make a run. But I think, literally, I think anything is possible with Tom Brady um, behind the ball. So, I think, I mean, if they knock off the Eagles or the Cowboys in the first game, I think they have a chance to make a push after that. Um, I don't think they're losing the next game after that if they win the first one. But that's that's a high... Steve Hildebrand.
0: I think Tom Brady will be in the divisional round, late in the game, with a chance to win it.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If 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 that scenario happens, there is a good chance that they they might
0: not win, (laughs) but they will be in position to at least like tie the game or take the lead late in the divisional round. Tucker, you don't think so,
1: dude? Like. The overreaction to anything that this team does is just absurd. They just barely edged out Sam Darnold and the Panthers and Trace McSorley and the Cardinals. And you're like, yup, team's so bad. They're winning. I mean, dude, Trey, we beat the Cardinals two weeks ago and everyone came in here and said, this win doesn't mean anything. We shouldn't be happy about this. We beat them by 30. And then the Cardinals beat them in OT when Colt McCoy even went out and they had to use the next quarterback in line. And you're like, you're like, winners win, bro, winners win. And I said this to you, if the Patriots had the same exact last two games. I'd be pissed. I'd be disgusted. You would be like, I don't understand how anyone can be excited about this. This is, this isn't winning football. This isn't a winning football team. This team sucks. Like that would be you. But because it's the Bucks, Tucker, it's the greatest thing to ever happen.
0: There's an old adage that goes, "You don't know what you got till it's gone."
1: If trae, I could go trae, back to 2018, Trey, grass is, is always greener on the other side of the fence. You just admit to the fact that if it was the opposite, you wouldn't you'd be bitching about how it's I know. What I'm
0: saying is, if I could go back to twenty eighteen Trey, who freaked out after the Miami Miracle and said this team sucks, they're not going to Super Bowl, I'd slap him in the face. Say, dude, you got the greatest quarterback of all time. Like, you're you're in position to have a home playoff game. You'll be fine. Relax. But back then, I expected so much of my team that I had higher standards. So I agree that I would be pissed if this Tom Brady-led team did this. I absolutely would. But they're not my team. He's just my guy. So I'm just rooting for for him to do well. That's all. I still don't want him to win the Super Bowl, but I just I just I'm just saying I've seen the writing on the wall. I just know what happens with Tom Brady, and he's going to the divisional round. It's guaranteed. He's going to get out of the wild card. Uh, we lost Dill. Oh, we've 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 regained
2: Dill. Sorry, my computer just decided to turn off. I don't know
0: what happened. List guys, surprise list guys. I did mention it last week. Mascots. What? Mascots. We were going to do this two weeks ago. We did stocking stuffers, and then we pushed mascots back a week. Past the wasties, nobody
2: recalls. I do. I didn't make my list, but I didn't make mine either. All
0: right. Well, I can start, and I'll uh, I'll t- try to try to take it slow, but get thinking. Mascots, per um, request of reigning listener of the year, March Perot,
2: I believe. No, this was Linnea.
0: Oh, Linnea. Oh, okay. Um, I have two honorable mentions. My uh, number one honorable mention. Any realistic looking bear. If you uh, ever seen like the Memphis Grizzlies mascot or um, what's the other one? What's the other bear team? Not the Cubs. Um, Anyways, there's these really, really scary looking bear mascots. Um, They have like kind of... Uh, realistic looking faces, I'm gonna try to put one in chat um, He might be the Mavericks, but like look at how scary this dude is Copy image um, There's a couple of them floating around they're creepy I don't like them, but they get the people going so I got to put them in my list um, my number two honorable mention is the presidents from the Nationals, the Nationals have the president's race. They have George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Teddy Roosevelt, Thomas Jefferson run around. They end up punching each other. Uh, Nothing more American than a president putting a beat down on. So that's my number two honorable mention. My number five on my mascots list is Jackson DeVille, the Jaguars mascot. This guy has really burst on the scene recently. Um, He's known for uh bungee jumping from the top of the stadium uh this season he the guy went out with just the mascot head on painted his body yellow and put on spots and and wore an american flag uh speedo out to the field for the game i think he just embodies um jacksonville area which i think is trash so jackson deville my number five who's next uh
1: i will my number five is the president's um Thanks for ruining the start of my list, Trey. Um, well, they're technically
0: not the mascots of the team. They have a stupid ego. They eagle. are
1: a mascot, though. They're they are a mascot. They dress up they in costumes and entertain people at sporting events. I don't... Either that or they're just creeps. So,
2: I gotta go with them on my list. Uh, Dale, number five. Uh, Dill, that's me. No, I will mention... Uh,
0: Dylan's brain is a pretzel. All
2: right. Honorable mention, the sun from Fitzfield sun. Oh, sunny. Crazy guy. Ray is his name. Ray. Ray with the sunglasses. You ever have to
0: put on Ray? I had to put on Ray. I I I
2: know you did. You told me once. Yeah. Ray. Um, uh, My number five is going to be Big Mo. Who is the mascot of the Montgomery Biscuits? Oh yeah. He, um, he is an orange beast that loves biscuits. He is the 2016 mascot of the year, Sports Illustrated. Um, wild character, looks like a giant elephant-looking, Stuffed type looking thing. Um, shout out to his sidekick, Monty, the. Um, the actual biscuit for the Montgomery Biscuits mascot with the googly eyes as well. He's just like a little sidekick, but Big Mo steals the show. Put him at number five because it's not well-known by any means. Uh,
0: by the way, the Memphis Grizzlies mascot, his name is Grizz. Look him up. He's friggin' scary. There was another one that I'm trying to find. That was another... The Jazz Bear. The Jazz had a bear that was 4 too. too. Um, okay, my number four is... The Suns Gorilla. So the Suns, speaking of, Dill, they didn't go with the Sun. They went with a Gorilla in a basketball jersey. The suit is like a costume you would find down on the corner. It's the cheap Gorilla suit, but the Gorilla gets it going. They've done, I think, like ESPN pieces on them. Big dunker. Um, Just a wild mascot to have as the Suns is just a Gorilla. Doesn't even look like a real one. Just a dude in a Gorilla suit. Getting crazy. Love the Suns gorilla number four, Tucker.
1: Uh, number four for me, I have Ritty, um, a little bit overhyped of a mascot. Um, frankly, to me, not even the best Philadelphia mascot, um, but I love Gritty. I mean, I think he's, you know, I think he embodies Philadelphia. So I got to put
2: him on my list. Dill. Um, number four, I might get some hate for this, but I'm going to go with the Stanford tree, just a classic, just, I'm watching basketball. Uh, He's a goofy NCAA. looking dude, though. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It, it you all The NCAA tournament, March Madness, Stanford's in there. He's always there courtside behind the net, just looking like a tree. It makes no sense. It looks stupid. Um, but I always got to point it out. I was like, there's a tree. I mean, it's just, I, I don't even know. There's got to be some story behind it. It's
0: just like the loosest costume. It's just, uh,
2: yeah, it's floppy. It looks like some fifth graders made it as their project for some stupid play. Um, it's all over the place. But stamp a tree, got to love it.
0: I have another honorable mention now that you've mentioned Goofy mascots. The Western Kentucky Hilltoppers have a, a mascot that looks like Just You know Grimace from McDonald's, the big purple dude? It's just that in a red version. He's horrifying. It's just a big (laughs) red blob that says WKU on it. Look him up. He's a great one. My number three is Gritty. Um, Tucker, I don't know if he's overhyped, dude. He's new to the scene, and he's made his impact. Love his googly eyes. Love his antics. And I do agree. (laughs) He perfectly represents the people of Philadelphia. Uh, A gritty guy. Kind of a trash monster. Um, which I think is perfect for Philly because they're all trash monsters. So uh, Gritty, love the helmet on him too. Looks Looks like a hockey player. Uh, Ginger, big big Gritty fan. Gritty's my number three. Two? Uh, three, Tucker? Sorry.
1: Yeah, my number three is Raymond, the mascot for the Tampa Bay's. Oh, Tampa that's Bay- lame. No, I remember I went to Tampa Bay for a series when I was a kid, and he was electric. Like, he was riding around on ATV just doing shit. Like, before, like, mascots messing with people were mess- was a thing, Raymond was messing with people. Raymond was messing with, like, Wally. He was just, he was awesome. He was just a dick, and I remember being, like, eight, nine years old in Tampa, and just being like, God damn it, he's cool.
0: Uh, before we go to you, Dill, Cameron, the secret word is costume. Costume. Uh, Dill, number two, three, sorry. I'm jumping ahead of um,
2: Number three, I'm going with um, Dartmouth College. I don't know if you know about this I one. I don't know about this one. Big Green, a.k.a. Keggy the Keg. It's literally a keg. The guy dresses up as a Oh kid. my god,
0: no way.
2: Um, a not huge to be done by the Stanford Tree, but I mean the keg kinda takes the keg.
0: Is this an official mascot? I don't think he is.
2: It's the beloved unofficial mascot. Unofficial but it's the mascot. mascot. A keg
0: for Dartmouth? That's crazy. He's awesome. I love him. Oh, that's a great mascot. Um my number two is gonna be Wally. Um I was going through the mascots and I was like, yeah, Boston doesn't really have great mascots. Pat the Patriot is kind of lame, scary-looking dude, giant chin. He looks like uh the, what's the guy's name from fairly odd parents? That's the superhero. The the big chin guy. The rules guy? No, Isn't no, like no. His no, 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 his superhero, the superhero. Oh, the Crimson Chin. The Crimson, the crimson chin. chin. That's what Pat Patriot looks like. Blades, pretty standard bear. Um, not realistic, scary looking like the others I mentioned, just kind of a bear. Lucky is the lamest mascot in sports. Just a dude in a leprechaun suit. So dumb, get rid of him. I guess you can't really make the mascot because it's kind of a drunken Irish stereotype. So I get it, but lame as hell. Uh, but Wally's, Wally's legit. I think it's cool that they don't have a giant sock or anything, that it's actually the green monster that is their uh, mascot. My favorite Wally moment is that Sports Center commercial where David Ortiz tries on the uh, Yankee hat, and Wally okay. sees him and gets really mad, and he goes,
1: "Wally, Wally!"
0: I love that. Uh, Wally's great. You got Tessie, his girlfriend, uh, the girl version. I don't know if that's canon, but I consider it his girlfriend. But uh, Wally's pretty cool, man. I, I like him. Uh, I think he's he's unique, and uh, he gets people going, and he's a uh, He's won a couple championships for us along the way. I don't know when he was introduced. It can't have been too far before 2004. So, uh, Wally's my number two best Boston mascot by about three
1: miles. Tucker? Um, yeah. My number three is. It's two. Two. Sorry. Is the Philly Fanatic. What I believe is the best mascot in Philly. Also known as the most sued mascot in sports. Which is a sign of a good mascot when he has at least a couple of lawsuits open up against him. Love the Philly fanatic. I think he also embodies Philly very well, but he kind of did it first. Respect it. Love the Phillies. So, yep. Number
2: two. Dylan. Um. Trey, you said um ones that scare you, the uh Patriots Pat, whatever his name is. It's kind, kind of crazy. Scares you with Big Chin. You know what the one of the college uh um uh, listen, that's not Kansas or Nebraska, maybe I don't know. There's a there's a big guy who wears a red shirt, big chin, just a normal looking male. That one scares me. I forget the name of the school. Is you, it uh it Cornhuskers, it. is it? It might be. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think. Anyway, uh, number two, I'm gonna go with the Finale fanatic as well, Tucker. Um, there's a bit of a rivalry, rivalry with him and Wally. So it is the, kind it of is the little, Husker.
0: Huh? It is the Husker, the Nebraska Husker. Yeah, he's scary, dude. I
2: don't looking. like him at all. I don't like him one bit. Not one bit. I don't like looking at him. Um. But uh yeah, I think the vanilli fanatic kinda coined the like hula hoop at the waist movement thing. He started doing that, then other ones followed suit. I know Gritty does it, that makes sense with Philly, but not a lot of Indianapolis other Colts guy. Big that.
0: big one. Indianapolis
2: Colts guy loves doing that. Um so I think that's a, I think he, he started that, whoever was in that S- suit. Yeah. Um, uh, just the just who comes up with that? So, I mean, they're they're the Philadelphia Phillies, which is a stupid name, and they're like, well, how do we make this make any any sense? Oh, we'll just call our mascot the Finili, the Philly Fanatic because he's a, a a freaky looking green monster guy with a weird nose, looks like Birdo. Um, shout out to Mario and you any of you out there. Um, but yeah, Philly the Fanatic just running around on four wheelers, running over people. It's always a good time. My
0: number one is the Philly Fanatic. Um, I put him at number one because I think he's the most revolutionary mascot. Dylan, you did steal a little bit of my thunder. I was going to mention he was the first guy to do the hula hoop belly, which has become a huge thing um, in several mascots. Um, And, Tucker, you said Raymond was the first one to pick on guys. I I think Philly was.
1: Think, yeah, he,
0: brought he
1: was of but he's the been, first one I saw. I've been in being eight, nine year old at a, like eight or nine years old in the game, and like having a mascot that was like kind of a dick. He's been an asshole just forever. Such a fun change of pace.
0: Yeah, he's been an asshole forever. I love it. Uh perfectly embodies the Philly assholes. Great always sunny episode where they get locked out of the World Series. Um mm-hmm. and, and Charlie fights the Philly Fernetic because they can't couldn't use the actual uh, name but um, yeah I think he's great he also I think was one of the first ones that incorporate the, the, the tongue which is like uh, one of those party favors that he like blows on it and shoots out his tongue I think that's a great one yeah I think he's he's the best mascot in the game I think he's made it so other mascots can do this goofy stuff and it's accepted And um, I thought of maybe putting Mr. Met as number one because he flipped off everybody that was pretty funny but um, no, it's got to be the fanatic because he's the biggest asshole and the he's unique and he, I think he revolutionized the game. Tucker, number one.
1: Uh, my number one's Wally because I'm from Boston. Wally is a great mascot. I stand by it. Um, only mascot that part of the stadium's named after him, and I don't need you to give me facts on why I'm wrong about that.
0: Well, he's named after the stadium.
1: Well, no, no, no. The stadium was obviously named after Wally. Do you know what time year Wally was created? 98-ish. You don't know that. You just made that up off the top of your head. It could have been 1905. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, if someone's going to name an entire stadium. 97. That was very it close. Be because of their mascot. He's got to be a pretty good mascot. So, Wally, number one.
0: 97. Park Park built in 1912. Uh, Dylan, number one.
2: Uh, my number one will also be Wally. Um, Wally, the green monster, which is, I think one of the best things about him. Like you said, Tuck is obviously named after the wall. Um, he lives out there back in, inside the wall. Uh, when the games are over, he just like switching up all the little plates and confuse the people when they come in the next day. Um, he doesn't actually do that, but I'd like to imagine. um, He's just a he's just a monster big green guy I mean we're the Boston Red Sox and we have a green uh, mascot I mean it makes sense because the fence obviously but uh um I think it, it fits I mean they could have done you know something red something baseball related but there's like you know what our iconic thing is the is the wall and make a mascot off the wall it just works um so I used to have one of the little like uh, beanie baby wallies as a kid um things awesome uh so yeah wallie wallie's younger more. than us same age as me
0: he's a, he's i think a month younger than you know april older, 13th
2: 20 1997 what a loser um, younger
0: than me he's too pc for me Wally. he's too what, nice i've never seen him what, do any devious licks
2: He can take his hat off, though. He can. That
0: is cool. I'll say that's pretty cool. He takes his hat off for the National Anthem. He's an American. Um, All right. Cam's going to be upset that we did this without him, but you snooze, you lose. Uh, That's it for another spirited episode of Wasted Takes. Sorry if we hurt your brains in the middle. Probably lost any listeners we had right in the middle there. But uh, we went for a while. Next week, we got playoffs. We will divvy out points for our preseason picks we will uh pick the games for additional points and uh maybe we'll adjust our super bowl winners based on this i think we all had bucks bills let me just take a look i have it written uh i had bucks bills cam had bucks bills Tucker's had chiefs bucks and dylan had bucks bills so for what for super bowl matchups preseason I had the Bucs? You had Chiefs Bucs, Super Bowl. Oh.
2: Tuck, you were high on the Bucs at the beginning of the year. Very high. No shot. No shot. I've never once in my life
1: been high on the Bucs.
2: We were apparently. on that episode. I was there. <laughs> Actually, back, you know what, Tuck? That was wine night at, in, uh, in the office. So. Oh, that's why I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> at
0: any rate, we'll go over that. And, uh, hopefully we'll have this whole mess sorted out with the ties and the no contests, and maybe we might have to do a little homework between episodes. But, uh, that's it for Wasted Takes. Check us out on our socials. We'll have two polls for you this week. Thanks for getting Wasted with us, and we'll see you next time. So long. See ya.